Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. That's right, baby. We're back. This is the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast, where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA. I'm joined today by three other lovely folks, but before we get to them, uh, we got to tell you about our sponsor for today's podcast, our good friends over at Tervis. Uh, Tervis has been around since 1946, and they're celebrating 75 years in business, and they started with their classic line. They've got sleek styles that make perfect for the active and on-the-go lifestyle. Tervis is the original double-wall insulated drinkware that keeps your cold drinks cold and reduces condensation. They're backed by a made-for-life guarantee, and Tervis is uh, available in several different sizes, a 16-ounce mug, a 16- or 24-ounce tumbler, and a 24-ounce water bottle. Made from Triton Plastic, made in America, lifetime warranty, dishwasher, and microwave safe, and they're BPA-free. So go check them out at tervispromos.com. Tell them the Industry Insider sent you, and uh, yeah, get, get your drinkware on. Uh, but before you guys do that, stay tuned here. Uh, Meg Erber, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. We um, we kicked off the Promo Cares fundraiser this week. Um, we had a bunch of matches. It's for Ukraine. We partnered with Save the Children Federation, and we've been posting a couple company challenges here and there. Um, if you want more information, visit promocares.org and make a minimum donation, and we'll send you a t-shirt. Very cool. I did see you guys uh, post that the other day. I, I tuned in for, for a quick second. But um, look, I, I, Meg, I know you love to self-promote and you know do all that. So I'm just going to put this out there. Guys, uh, I don't know if you've noticed or not, Meg has not been able to pay her power bill. Uh, <laughs> please go to SNS and purchase some shirts or something and get that power bill paid. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you're audio only, Meg, uh, her room is, is a bit dark, but we're, we're working it out. We're working it out. <laughs> it's a nice ring light. You you look fine. The room is just very dark. Uh, Stephen McFadden, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Um, we're you look like as, as I did get my hair cut. Yeah, thank you for noticing. Appreciate it. Yeah, I um, decided to go a little shorter on the sides, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So it looks. But good. as you know, you know we're in North Carolina, um, and so this is like a big week in North Carolina because of the NCAA tournament having. Duke and Carolina facing off in the final four. So it's, um, there's a lot of chatter on every radio station and everything right now. So power for it's, uh, it's a, it's an exciting time. Yeah. Hashtag promo for Meg. Thank you for that. Power, power uh, for Meg. Oh, power for Meg. Promo, power, whatever. Electricity for Herber. Could be yeah, the other one. for Herber. That's what we need to do. Well, we're also joined today by a very special guest, Jola Goodson, and uh, you're with Ginny Mark. We really want to uh, just uh, thank you for being on. Uh, but it is customary for us to basically uh, give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself, tell us how you got involved in the promotional products industry, and uh, maybe what the what what you've been up to since. So take it away, Jolie. Well, thank you, Jeff. And first of all, I just want to say congratulations to the three of you for this amazing show. I love what you're doing. It's great that it's been going on as long as it has, and you're helping so many people in our industry. So kudos to the three of you, because um, it's all about thank helping you. and giving back, right? And community. So 
So my story goes way back. I've been in the industry, you're going to, a long time, over 20 years, if you can believe it. I started, I used to be in advertising. So my first career uh, after university, I actually traveled for two years after university, did the whole round the world trip kind of deal. And then I got into advertising, my whole family's in it. And so I started off as a copywriter, worked at a few agencies. And then after about six years of that, I realized I didn't like being behind the desk and I want to be out and meet with people. I love working with people. And so I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do. And probably like most people in this industry, I fell into it. I was, I was introduced to it through somebody and met with a couple of people and thought, oh, this could be fun. And it's funny. I don't know about you, but you really have no idea about this industry or how big it is until you get into it, right? And then you see, and then you start noticing logos on everything, right? Right. And so then I started learning about it and I've been doing it ever since. So I was with one company for a few years and been with Genumark now for just over 20 years, coming up on 21 this summer, wow, which is crazy. Cool. Yeah. Long Sorry, time. I, I, had to, I had to mute you for a second. I don't know what the heck you're doing. What? what <laughs> I happened? had to mute Meg for a second. She's like, oh, you, Joe, you did great. Up, you did great. <laughs> I, you guys were messing with me. And so it messed it up. And I'm trying Aww. to fix it. And now I can't. So thanks. You look great, I'll just, Meg. I'll just hold it. It's cool. Here, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this one back up for you guys. Okay, power for Meg. Can can we get a uh, what are they, what do they call that? An amen. Those, uh, yeah, that, that too. That too. Well, that is super awesome. Uh, I know we're we're here to talk about uh, the online 18 and uh, sort of your I guess uh, induction to the list. Um, and we're here to talk about the podcast that you do as well. We're here to talk about. Uh, you know, branding matters, right? So why don't you just give us a, a quick rundown sort of of what you've, what you've been doing promo wise, uh, how you feel like you got into the, uh, the online 18 and maybe anything that you've gotten from that so far. Yeah. Well, first of all, I was totally shocked when I found out. I don't know about um, a lot of other people, but I literally got an email from a guy I don't even know. And he messaged me. I'm serious. He messaged me to congratulate me for being on the list. And I and I go, I think you have the wrong person. And he's like, no. And, he, I, and so I go, what list? And he sent me the link. And then I was like, oh, my God. I was totally shocked. No idea. Didn't know anything about it. So that was exciting. And it was for my podcast, which is even more exciting because – I started my podcast, um, I launched it January 1st, 2021. And a lot of it was because of the pandemic. Well, it really was, the impetus was because of the pandemic, because um, I noticed that a lot of people were becoming forced entrepreneurs. They were being laid off from their jobs and having to start their own businesses. And all of a sudden, you know, you're seeing everybody online and they're trying to promote their products and their business and buy this and buy that. And, you know, I say to people, people were like vomiting all over social media and not really understanding the concept of social selling and of branding and how important it is. And even having a business, when you when you have a business, no matter how big, if you're a solopreneur or a small business owner, you need to figure out what your brand is, right? And I don't, and a lot of people didn't really understand that. And so I thought, okay, well, maybe this is a way because of my advertising background, and I have a lot of experience in that. And then what I'm doing today, I thought, well, maybe this is a way I can help people. And I did a presentation. Um, it was an online presentation. And I had a couple of people after reach out to me and ask me if I did consulting because they were both forced entrepreneurs and had a business and really didn't know anything about branding. And I didn't do consulting. And literally, I went home and my boyfriend was like, uh, jokingly, he goes, well, why don't you start a podcast? You know, and I'm like, yeah, haha, right, as if I knew nothing about it. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm one of those people that I, you know, I never want to say shoulda, woulda, coulda. So I'm like, 
okay. I thought this is a great way to help people. And, you know, he helped me come up with the name Branding Matters because we want it. It's double entendre. I mean, it's all things to do with branding. So all matters, right? Whether it's how to create a brand story or, you know, how to even start a brand to um, brand identity to swag, right? So covering all, everything that has to do with branding, but also branding really matters. When you're a small business owner, an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, whatever, you really need to understand what it means to have a brand and then how do you create brand equity and brand awareness and it's through your branding. And that's kind of how it came about. And I really, it's my little podcast. I do it all myself and had no idea that it was going to get the um, the feedback that it's been getting and being on all these lists is just crazy. So, yeah. That's amazing. That's like really cool how, the, how you got into it. And I saw that you were on uh, Canada's top 10 branding uh, yes. podcast. Tell, like, yeah. That's really cool. Like, yeah, on Feedspot, number four. Like I have no idea. Like, I don't even know that these are happening. All of a sudden I get an email. Congratulations. You just on this list. And congratulations. And I, I just like, what? You know, are you sure? It's crazy. No, that's great. You put your you put your mind to something and you, you, you're you killing it. That's like, you know, being a badass. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. So one of the things that you had mentioned there was, um, you know, basically how it's, you know, a lot of people don't understand what it's like to to create a brand or what is your brand and uh, sort of the importance behind that. And I, I think uh, maybe one of the reasons why a lot of people don't really dive too deep into it is because they don't they don't understand how to computate it, especially with the social selling and things like that that you were mm -hmm. mentioning. You know, it's it's almost like the um, uh, the Gary Vaynerchuk, like punch, punch, jab or jab, jab, right hook. There we go. Uh, I'll get it right one of these days. Uh, but ultimately, just like, you know, you're constantly giving, you know, and, and doing for the community and, you know, the greater good. And then, you know, somehow it just it, it pays off uh, in the end. But is there a certain way that you compute that or, you know, different thing? You know, how do you how do you measure what you're doing with that time? Uh what do you mean? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, as far as like, you know, the, the, the time that you're putting into your, your branding and you know, your brand and what you're yeah. doing for the, you know, the industry. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. A lot of people ask me that, like, how are you monetizing off your podcast? And I would say no, not directly, but I got to tell you, it was a passion project of mine. I really didn't do it to monetize. I just thought there's tons of people that need help. And, and that's the thing too, is I know what I know, but I also know what I don't know. So I thought, okay, well, and I'm, I've always been a connector. Like I always love connecting people. If someone needs something and I know someone who has it, I like to bring them together. And so I thought, what a great way for me to do this. I love, I'm very curious by nature. I love meeting people and I love helping people. So this is a great way for me to do it all together. So that my, it was a passion project. It wasn't like, how can I make money? Right. That was sort of the impetus for it. But then I would say as far as how do I monetize off of it, it well, it's done a couple of things. It's it's created brand awareness for my me personally, my brand and what I do. And I've had people that are reaching out to me and I've gotten some new clients in the promo world, A, through that brand awareness, but also through my, um, my guests. Because I'm sitting down with CEOs, CMOs, owners of these huge brands, big companies, and I get an hour to myself to have a really... Uh, intimate one-on-one -on -one conversation where they're sharing about what they do and I share what I do and and then I make connections that way and you know branding is all about making connections right and so yeah so so in that's the sense I'm making um, monetizing off it. So what what exercises would you like give people to you know who are trying to figure out their own brand as well like do you have any good practices or, or something when you are talking to folks and say 
you know, hey, this is what you need to do, right? Like, what, what would you say is for other distributors and suppliers trying to look for their brand? To figure out what your brand is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. And I get that question a lot. And that's when you really have to take the time to figure out what, you know, what, what your why is, you know, when you mm. when you think about your business and you want to start a business, whatever it could be. I mean, you know, you want to start a clothing line. OK, well, why do you want to clo- start a clothing line? And then what's your purpose? Right. You talk about purpose driven brands. So we'll use Tentry as an example. Right. That's a great example of brand. And, um, you know, where their purpose is about helping the environment. And so everything that they believe in and what they value is in their brand. Right. It's in their clothing. It's it's their give back to the um community right with their every every product they plant 10 trees and so then it becomes everything that they do is who they're um who they are is executed through their branding and then that's how people get to learn about and you also it's important to figure out what your brand is so people will learn to know you and then trust you and then do business with you and they always say you know you do business with people who you know love and trust Mm. So I don't know. Does that answer your question, Stephen? Yeah, no, it's great. It's yeah. a great, and it reminds me a lot of the. Is it Simon Sinek? Is that the one that does? Yeah, the, 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 the target. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. That's a cool. Exactly. Exercise. Yeah. So, and that's that's it's not always easy, too. I mean, you mm, when you say no. to someone, you know, and and I just want to be clear, like I am, I'm not an expert when it comes to sitting down with people, figuring out their, your brand. I've learned a lot through my. Um, guess and I know from yeah. what I know, but that is an exercise where you do really want to sit down and and I have a list of questions actually that sometimes I give out to clients to say answer these questions and it really makes you dig deeper and figure mm. out what your why is. You yes, yeah, so I've got a question it? up on this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, do you want to share any of those questions with us? Uh, well, I don't have them on. Never mind. I can send them to you. <laughs> so there was a question that came in from Lisa, or not a, a question, a statement from Lisa Bartholomew. Passion projects will lead to a lot of opportunities. Is there anything that you've done or have maybe put in place since you've found yourself on some of these lists to sort of capitalize on that? Or is there anything else that you're doing to sort of help the return? Well, I find it's interesting. I, I think it kind of snowballs. I mean, just like so, so that um, hash 18 list that I was on, you know, Meg, you reached out to me and said, congratulations and introduced yourself and got on that. And then you asked me to come here today. And then I've had other people in the industry reach out to me as well. I was on, uh, I don't know if you heard the Common Scoop podcast I was on recently with Bobby. That was a lot of fun. He's great. And and there's some future things coming up that I don't want to share. <laughs> you know, it's a surprise. But so, it, again, I guess it's created this opportunity in the sense that more people are finding me, finding my podcast. And then I guess if they're liking it, they're reaching out to me and wanting to learn more. Mm-hmm. And so through that, I, you know, I read a book once in it. And I actually had this author on my, it was one of my first guests. I read this book and it's called um, How to Raise Your Profits by Raising Your Profile. It's who you, it's who was you which I love. And it was by David Avern. And he was one of my first guests, if you want to go back and listen. And I love that because it's really about how do people know, you might have an amazing business, you might have an amazing product, but if nobody knows about you, then how are they going to buy from you? Right? So it's about getting out there and getting on things like this and getting on podcasts and getting up on stage and giving speeches and any, because the more people that know you, the more opportunity is going to come your way because more people are going to know what you do and whether or not they want to buy from you and whether or not I connect with you, you know, then that's part of your branding. But yeah, I love that book. It's a really good book. So shout out to David. 
He was my, he was one of my first guests. It was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. But no, I love everything that you're saying. And I have been a huge advocate for this because this industry is highly uh, monetized. Yes. Thank you. So you can really buy the same shit from anyone. You know, it really yeah. depends. You buy from the people that you trust. You buy from the people that you have the relationship with. And if you're the one that's out there putting yourself out there on, you know, on your podcast and then and doing other people's podcasts and people are going to recognize you. I'm like, oh, I, I know her. I, let me reach out to her. I, I want to talk to her about this. And I mean, we were on that industry 18. And I was like, oh, she's awesome. I don't know who this person is. I need <laughs> more Canadian friends. Let me just snag her. <laughs> You're awesome. Well, yeah, and it's all about, you know, the, that exposure too. the more you put yourself out there, the more opportunities that are going to be be open to you. I mean, this is incredible. I, we're going to have to listen to the comments skew one now too. So you have the J and Jeff, oh. you have ours, you have comments skew. You're right. Well, thank you. I'm yeah, absolutely. You there. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was chatting with someone uh, the other day actually about uh, brand and image. And I was actually making the argument. Maybe you can, you can help me out here. I think branding and image, like personal image and company image is more important now than it was pre-COVID. Um, and I was wondering Why if you've seen, well, a couple things. One, I think it's the timeline of the hires. So I think a lot of new employees, um, obviously getting people to work is, is harder. Um, so people are choosing where they want to go to. And a lot of the places they're choosing to go to have things that they align with or have passions for or have brand alignment or image alignment or culture alignment. Um, so, so I think that that's a big element of it. And then I think people, um, needed to differentiate in a different way. And a lot of people went strictly digital, but that wasn't enough. Right. So there's, there's like, all right, now what are you doing with that? What are you doing with your, your services? So, um, that's my take on it. Um, have you been seeing an uptick in people like trying to get with it, (laughs) you know, for lack of a better term, or, um, is it increased or decreased during that, that time period? What do you think? in, sorry, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. I'm just trying to figure out what your question is. So increase with what or get uh, with what? People's focus on their brand and image. Is it, has it gone yeah, up or absolutely. down since COVID, you think? Yes, at 100%. And that, again, it goes back to one of the impetus for me starting my podcast is because of that reason. Because, you know, you talk about, like I mentioned earlier, more people, when COVID hit, everybody, we were all online, right? Nobody was leaving their homes, so we were all online. And a lot of people had to start businesses because they were getting laid off. So here's all these people, online businesses, brands, and they're all promoting their product and service and everything and everything. And it became digital saturation. Everything looked the same. You couldn't tell one brand from another, one product, one service whatever and so that is where the branding comes in because as you mentioned Stephen, it's all about differentiating yourself right how do you stand out from the crowd so if everybody's zigging then you want to zag because that's how you're going to get noticed right and that's how videos you know i don't know what's going to be next but you know it was everything you go on instagram and it was all photos and then video started and they were capturing attention so then more people did videos and so then reels and you know and how it's all about you know how do you capture people's attention and the way to do that is by being different and standing out and then but that only goes so far right so once you once you stood out once you've done something and people notice you you know i try to describe it like 
we talk about your brand and your brand is your reputation. Like you said, it's not, you have no control over your brand. I mean, you can decide who you want to be and how you, what your values are and all the rest of it and what your why is. But ultimately it's your brand is what people, it lives in people's heads and hearts, right? That's where your brand lives. It's how you feel about something, but your branding is what you do, how you motivate your audience, how you motivate your consumer to fall in love with your brand, to choose you first when they're like you said, when there's a commodity um, environment where, you know, we're all selling pens, we're all selling hats, right? We're all selling the exact, here's a pen, I'm selling it, you can sell it, you can sell it. So why, I keep hitting the microphone, sorry. I'm like an Italian, I, I talk with my hands all the time. My boyfriend, my yeah, me too. and there's a glass of wine, he always moves the wine away because he's worried I'm going to knock it. Knock it away. My water is all right? the way gonna buy this pen from me versus anybody else well it's because they are getting to know me through me doing different things like this because i'm mm. who i am i'm very real and you know i don't bullshit and and i'm not everybody's cup of tea either that's everything too is finding your niche because you might have a lot of value when i went back to about values and what your brand is you might value things that a lot of people don't you know i'll give you a really good example and this is a crazy story so um, I have a son who came out at 12, you know, I'm very proud of him. He's, you know, extremely confident, great kid. And right now what's going on in the U S as you guys know, I think even down in Texas where they're trying to take gay out of the school and all these mm -hmm. things are going on. Now I stay out of politics, but I'm a very proud mom and I share about my son. And so, you know, it was, it's really bothering what's going on in the States. And so I did a post on LinkedIn and really just, I'm proud of my son, you know, he's gay, he's still my son. I don't know how parents can't love your child no matter what. I did this post, it was it, it was not a business post, it was just all you parents out there, if you who else has another son and do you love them? Right? It was just a really kind of post like that. No word of lie. I got 68,000 views on that post. And I got hundreds of messages and hundreds you can find it it's on linkedin and tons and tons of comments and and this is not tooting my horn this is just the way the world works i got two new clients because i had messages were like very that was amazing what you posted my son is gay i'm so proud of him we had a little conversation we connected da, da, da. oh by the way i see you do this yeah well we're looking for this da, da, da. and now they're a client two of them so my point is branding is about being yourself, being authentic, sticking to your values, share your values. There, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that for maybe 60 of those 68,000 that saw it, I'm sure there's a lot that probably don't agree with me, but I don't want to do business with them. It's finding your niche, sharing your values, making sure that you that's how you connect and then everything will happen after that. That's okay. let, me, let me ask you a follow-up question from that then, because yeah. obviously, you know, some people may be, um, I guess, a little bit um, hesitant to, to maybe be them their complete self or, you know, somewhat reserved to put out their personal beliefs, which I, I uh, agree with you 100%. The more you you are, the more Vulnerable. enjoyment and fulfillment that you'll get out of what you're doing. Uh, and I believe you'll also get a lot more loyalty from the people that do choose to do business with you because of who you are. Um, but if you, uh, you know, put yourself out there and maybe you're working for a company, but your your personal beliefs are not necessarily the same of that of your companies. I mean, do you have any recommendations for people that are in a situation like that? I mean, do you still recommend maybe going out and being your own person or do you, uh, you know, well, I think that, you know, that's a great question. And I guess it really depends on what your beliefs are. I mean, if they're like, if it was the other way, 
right? If I was, let's say, I mean, we're going to get into a whole different conversation, but I really, but you know, if I was, let's say, anti-gay, and I went out there and I was, you know, talking about how I think it's terrible and I think, you know, they should take gay out of all the school books and everything else, you know, I don't necessarily know if that's a good thing. And and there might, I mean, you know, we can use COVID as a really good example, right? The vax versus anti-vax. And I stay away from politics, but I just think if, it, if there's a negative spin on it, I don't necessarily think that's a good thing. And I would definitely recommend you talk to your employers about it. But I think if mine was like if you go back and see it it was a very positive thing but it was also me being true to myself and ultimately i think you know what do you want to work for an employer if you did that and they came to you and said you can't you know share something like that that's personal i don't know then it goes back to what you were saying about you know then you're not sharing the same values with the people that you're working for and do you really want to work for them yeah, Lisa, Lisa Bartholomew just said, the more you are you, the more like-minded people you will attract. And I have to agree that. I think there is a sense exactly. of vulnerability. You have to, I mean, I grew up, I was probably like, I know I was, I was like the weird kid, you know, the dorky kid. So it took a lot for me to step out of that comfort zone to, to allow myself to be myself, to be my authentic self as an adult, because as a child and as an adolescent, it was definitely like, no, he got to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it didn't work for me. So and I think as an adult, people can see that, you know, and I, and I think it being authentic and showing your vulnerability sometimes it's people would rather there's a there's a honesty, there's a truth behind that. And I and I think people see that like people yeah. can see you. And because of that they automatically feel like they have a connection or a relationship with you. So, you know, it always, always speak your truth, always be vulnerable if you can, you know, and, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't ever feel like you have to worry about getting fired. But there are some employees that, you know, I think if it's some type of bashing or some type of anti anything yeah. that's being can, not consistent with the company's message, but if you are sharing a personal story and it's inspiring, I, I think I, I, you know, I, I would encourage that every day of the week. Yeah. And I would say keep, you know, it's all about keeping it positive, right? I, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't do negative promoting. I don't do anything negative on any of my social media because I, I just, that's not who I am, right? I just try to focus on the positive and everything in life. And just to elaborate, because we're talking about branding, I mean, that is, we're living in a time now too, where, you know, the consumer is more savvy than ever before, right? They know they are very smart and they want to work with brands that they connect with and they want to see what's behind the curtain, right? So it goes, and you know, you talk about sustainability being so huge too, right? Those brands that are really putting their mouth money where their mouth is and not just, you know, they call it greenwashing, but they're actually doing something, then people want to see what they're doing. And then if they, get that it's really authentic and they want to work with them and do business with them. And so I think it, what I did, I'm just one person, but I think you're seeing more and more bigger brands are doing that as well because they understand mm. the consumer and that's what they, they're demanding that they want people to, and they want brands to be transparent and be real and be authentic. Yep. So, you know, for someone getting started in this and they have something to share, they, whether it be personal or to get going with their branding, platform there's like a big platform debate right now of like how do we how do you go about doing this is it via facebook is it podcast is it youtube is it is it instagram is it do you have any thoughts on where people should start like what what's uh, what's your take on all the different platforms right now uh 
There, I have a lot of different takes on that. I mean, I will tell you guys this. I've been on LinkedIn for many years, long time, and it's changed a lot, right? When I hear that sure. people aren't on LinkedIn, I'm surprised because there, I had um, a, two guests on as well a while ago, and they were experts in LinkedIn, and we talked about statistics and how, so especially again, during COVID, LinkedIn, there's so many more people on there now. Um, the majority of them are actually out of India, if you can believe it. And I think it went India and then the US and Canada was way down there. But everybody's on LinkedIn, especially, you know, if you're looking for a job, you're on there. If you're looking to hire, you're on there. And if you're a business, you're on there. And so I think LinkedIn is a great platform. And it's also changing too. It's not more people are doing more personal posts because they're understanding that concept of being more real and um, authentic. So I think if you're in business, I think LinkedIn. And if you're looking for a client or you're looking for a job, I definitely think LinkedIn. I think um, Instagram is good. Then you have to think about your audience. Who is your audience, right? Mm. Because my audience may not necessarily be on TikTok, you know, um, but, the, you know, someone else's audience may be. So you want to go where your audience is. You want to find your tribe, right? And because ultimately that's what you're doing. You want to go on a platform, you want to find your tribe, and then you want to have conversations with them on that platform. So it really, it really depends. But I, I, I highly, there's just so many people that are still not on LinkedIn. It blows me away. So. <laughs> Yeah, Julie, since we're talking about uh, platforms, did, did yeah. you know that uh, our, our buddy Meg Erber is actually a viral sensation on TikTok? Oh, yeah? I'll have to check yeah. out. Yeah. Do you do dance? How many, how many millions of views are we up to now, Meg? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on TikTok, but I just do it for fun sometimes. I, I just do it for fun, too. Yeah. I just... I like to do hype videos every once in a while. I've just been so swamped with the fundraiser. I didn't get to get one out this week, but I just like to have fun. I put one out there this morning with my dog. I was like literally drinking my coffee and I saw something. I'm like, I like that song. Yeah. And I just put it out there. It, your dog was like sleepy. Was was that? Sleepy dog yeah, one. I saw yeah. it. <laughs> she was sitting she sits like a human all the time. Like just sits on me like a human. Like she's my four-year-old child or something, but she's really That's cute. so fun. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> fun. And you'll find some time. I'm humanizing yeah. myself, yeah. right? I'm not just keeping exactly. your order. It's like you're yeah. seeing me in my pajamas drinking my coffee with my dog, you know? So. <laughs> and Jeff, yeah. the answer is 1.1 million views. <laughs> That's amazing. Told you. Told you. Was that on that one, yeah. just that one video or all of uh, Now Meg's going to go in. That, that <laughs> yeah. One video. yeah. So did I answer your <laughs> question, Stephen? I know we're going on. Yeah, no, that's great. It was great. Platforms. So, yep. perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I hear LinkedIn a lot more lately, and I was never really, I think I just, I had a presence on LinkedIn, like, here's my stuff, right? But I never really engaged up until I would say probably the last two years or so, and I'm not looking to hire anybody. I'm not in that position to be doing that. I'm not looking for a job. However, I am using that to network on behalf of my company or one of the boards or one of the committees that I am on. So I use that because I'm reaching other businesses, other companies, other individuals that are in my space. Yeah. So. It's, I've been using that a lot lately as well. And I, there's some people in our industry, like Jessica Gibbons-Rouse, she is just like an expert on, in this space on it. So yeah, some people are finding a lot of success with it. And you know, I just, sorry, I want to add to that too. One, another one that people aren't on as much um, is Pinterest. And Pinterest is a search engine. I don't know if you know that. And it is one of the most underutilized search engines. And it's great because it's mm. not, there's not that saturation, digital saturation like there is with other search engines. So when you're on there and someone Googles you, um, it'll come up. Right. Like you'll see Pinterest, some of those things. When you Google, pro you can Google anything. And one of the top things that come up will be a Pinterest thing about it. 
And so Pinterest is another, I think, thing, especially, you know, in our industry, and I'm guilty, I need to get better at it. Because we do hard goods, it's a great place to showcase those hard goods in a beautiful way, right, when people are looking. So yeah, Pinterest is another one. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, Picker apparently has like really good for that too. a legit. Instagram, yeah, yeah. Instagram. I think I think Instagram, and I don't have any stats, but I think Instagram is probably the most widely used one right now out of all of them. What, what do, you, do you guys know other than maybe YouTube? I feel like the demographics, it really depends. Like people our age and older, we're more Facebook driven, you know? Yes. Then you go down to like my daughters, the 20 year olds and the high schoolers, it's Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok. But as an, I have Snapchat, but I don't use it. Like, yeah. If I do, it's because I want to have a memory that'll come up next year, you know, and I'll save it. I'm, I, I don't know if it's just me or what. Maybe I'm getting too old, but I just refuse because it feels like the hot new <laughs> trending platform gets changed more than, you know, my underwear. Uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, so like once know, a week? <laughs> it's a bit of an exaggeration. Probably longer. You know? It's a bit of an exaggeration. You understand what I'm saying. I mean, Snapchat was hot all of a sudden. Like, I decided to never download that. And then you're on to, like, you know, TikTok and all these other ones that are out there as well. Like, is uh, what's the one that just came out that, Meg, you invited that was Apple only at first? And it's all, like, call. Uh, oh, 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 the um, uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, oh, that Clubhouse. one. Like, is that yeah. still a thing? I mean, yeah, it's a thing. Not as popular. <laughs> I dropped out of it. It was, it's, I liked it. I just don't, I don't go on it every day. I used to because I had like a certain meeting in the morning when I would take my daughter to school, but I don't take her to that school anymore. So I don't. Yeah. I Thank never, you, Ellie. I never got into Clubhouse. I had people when it first came out and I was invited and I checked it and I'm like, and I just didn't see the value. I don't know. Like, I don't, I hope nobody's offended, but I remember and I had on guests at the beginning, we would talk about it and everybody was like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And I did. And then, you know, we're all busy too. Right. I mean, we're all working. I don't have time to I'm go on all these places. Yeah. And, and yeah. because I think, you know what, I actually, I mean, you know, you, Stephen, you mentioned earlier briefly about a podcast and, and I will talk about that because that's a great way. And, you know, it's all about content marketing. And I think, from Clubhouse was a lot of people who didn't have podcasts, but was their sort of way of having content marketing, getting out there and getting up on the stage. I don't know if you guys ever joined the room or something, but I, I yeah, I never got into it. And then now I, I haven't heard much. So I, I think my prediction might've been right as far as that goes. So, yeah. It, it, it all just depends on the timing too, and how quickly you're able to jump in and adapt. Cause I know I, I spoke with some clients that were able to jump in really early and, and, actually talked about some pretty serious business that they were able to capture from uh their clubhouse chats but um yeah it's just it's it's crazy yeah. um so but yeah do you guys have any other questions for for jolie no jolie it was really nice to like meet you and 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 like now it's good to know you and um i'm gonna check out that podcast that the other couple, couple of the others i know ellie was just saying she really liked the last one that you put out i did too those ladies were were really interesting but yeah, you're a ball of fun, and congratulations again for being on the industry yeah. online 18. <laughs> so really cool. Well, I really appreciate you guys having me on here. I hope I was helpful in answering all your questions. Um, can I share about my podcast as far as where you can find it and what it's oh, called? Of course. Yeah, <laughs> yes. absolutely. Shameless self-promotion, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it is called Branding Matters, and you can find it wherever you download podcasts. And it really is catered to, like I said, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, any small business owners, or even marketers. I have some clients that listen to it because it really gives tips, different tips on branding and how to create brand equity um and the different ways that you can do that so check it out awesome and Very from cool. a corner posted it in the comments as well 
Okay, yep, great. Absolutely. Well, thanks you guys and, for uh, all your stuff. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Uh, so look, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, uh, it was brought to you by our good friends over at Tervis, like I'd mentioned before. Um, and, you know, look, we talked about uh, purpose-driven and sustainability and all that good stuff on this podcast as well. We sort of hinted at that. Uh, so if that's something that drives you, uh, maybe you can align yourself with Tervis. Um, look, did you know that in the Americas, uh, we dispose of over uh, 50 billion single-use plastic water bottles each year, and only 23% of those are recycled? The annual U.S. recycling rate for plastic is only 23%, leaving 38 billion single-use uh, water bottles to enter the landfills. Uh, about 500 billion disposable cups are thrown away every year in the U.S. as well. Uh, it's crazy. So uh, over a million, um, I'm sorry, that's over over a billion a year. So Turbis has produced and shipped over 150 million tumblers since the 2000 or since 2000, uh, which could have prevented a possible um, one point and a lot of zeros uh, single use water bottles from entertaining landfills, waterways and oceans every year. So uh, definitely, if that's something that, that you want to align yourself with, uh, go check them out at turvispromos.com and let them know the industry insider sent you. And uh, until then, we'll uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Really appreciate you jumping in. Jolie, thank you so much. And congrats on the lists and the podcast and, and uh, just all things jolie goodson promo yeah yeah well thanks and jenny mark shout out to jenny mark right because yep. uh they're they're why i do what i do and where i do it <laughs> very awesome. cool yeah. all right guys well uh we'll uh, we'll see you next week then take care and thanks for thanks, tuning in guys. bye, bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.